Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to WHM Mailbag, loyal WHM listeners, and thank you for tuning in to what will be the final mailbag of WHM Season 8. Oh right. my God, there you believe will that be shit? No mailbag in August. No. There will be episodes and things to look forward to. Yeah, we're going to announce it here uh, because this is probably. Let's talk out. about it, Steve. Fuck it. This is probably coming out late in the July month, uh, which <laughs> means uh, in August we're going to do four live episodes. Uh, release four live episodes. People right. have been screaming for the Emoji Movie. I don't know. Like every day, I wake up to yeah. five tweets about like when will I listen to the Emoji Movie? Well, maybe you should have bought a ticket for it. Then, maybe huh? I mean, maybe try that. Ooh, first why don't you uh, fly to New York City? Mm-hmm. If you really want a, an Emoji Movie, and anyway. more importantly, Sorry, this is there a is buffer, Eric. there is fucking amazing content coming oh. out on our Patreon. Fucking amazing, right? Yes. Because why don't we just say what episode? What, it's going to be uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, now that's Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight: Colon. <laughs> yes, Jason Takes Manhattan. Colon Jason Takes Manhattan is yeah. one of the most requested movies we've had over the years. So requested. We did this as a commentary a few years back at the Burns. We mm-hmm. did a live commentary for my Halloween marathon. Sure. Here's the thing. We never record those commentaries because it makes zero sense to do so. Mm-hmm. so those are to- in the moment watching the movie yeah. things. It's new so, to me. Yes. Yeah, so I'm That will it. be an in-studio episode on Patreon in the month of August. The That's rest right. of August will be live episodes. Mm-hmm. And the tie-in there is Jason X, which we re- recorded in Chicago just last weekend, and also just as an FYI, if you sign up for our five dollar tier, you'll also get America's Sweethearts, Man of Steel, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, uh, Bright, and uh, Jungle to Jungle, and I'm sure I'm forgetting at least one. Transcendence, Transcendence, yes. an yes. amazing. Sl- so there's you, too many episodes to name. If you are like, oh man, I wish you know this. We hate movies. Summer lull. There's no summer lull. Sign up for Patreon. Get on that shit. Exactly. And also we're doing a, the an live animation. episodes are good too. Yes, and we're doing an animation damnation, and we're doing a uh, Nexus, so it's going to be great. And also, the Twilight Mentary will be coming out uh, in July, which is a uh, a drunk power hour commentary about the movie Eclipse, or is it Twilight Saga colon Eclipse? Right, and That's it's right. scandalous because we get we get shit faced. Uh, I'm sorry, Steve. For you, it would be Twilight Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was kind of Have you disappoint- ever passed that legislation? I was going to say, I was disappointed. You said uh, Jason Takes Manhattan didn't know the number. Oh. You, well, because the- <laughs> everything has failed me. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, wait, does five really count? And you know, you know what I mean? It's got to count. 
I guess it's got to count, he's, man. It's yeah, it's right. It's, it's a Roy, it's Jason. Roy one. Exactly. Yeah. It's Roy. Thank you. Friday the Thirteenth Five. Roy one. <laughs> all right. That's all awful. right. I'll accept that. <laughs> Roy rises. All right. So let's get into it. We got some letters here for the last time in the season eight. Steve Sadak, start us off. Uh, dear WHM, and he spells out Chris, Steve, or they spell out Chris, Steve, Eric, and Andrew. That's that's us. right. Oh wow, great, right. great detail. I wanted to send in an email telling you about a date I had and almost screwed up indefinitely. Uh, I had met this girl online, and uh, I had asked her out for a second date. When I asked her what uh, what she wanted to do for the next one, she suggested uh, she plan it as my birthday was coming. That's a lot of pressure for a second date. Shit, Holy man. shit. Birthday date. Plan my birthday. I don't need that. I don't you even sh- know your middle name. You should not start dating someone around a holiday or uh, around your birthday. That's or it. around high school graduation. <laughs> Fuck what? that. Did you have a problem with that? No, that's just, like, stupid to do. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can agree up front, this is, like, a two-and-a-half-month thing. and then You don't want to be, like, dating someone. You don't want to, like, meet somebody on February 1st and be like, hey, you want to go to date on February 7th? Because, you know, fucking Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Oh. Now we're in this awkward situation. I that's guess. exactly what my wife and I wound up doing. We well, that was wrong. That's, yeah. Early, yeah. early Feb, uh-huh. right, was the first Big date. Mistake, huh? Then it was like, wah, wah, Valentine's Day turned out. We were cool with just hanging in. Oh, that's a good move. I made some food. We watched a movie. That's a good idea. I was going to say, oh, scandalous. You have to buy a rose. <laughs> no, but it's, there's <laughs> it's just pressure. awkward. Yeah, I, it's I a little understand. awkward, man. When I asked her, uh, blah, 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 uh, she told me but, uh, she wanted to tap into my love of movies. and yeah. Tap, tap in. That. Yeah. <laughs> and then she wanted to show me one of her favorites. My skin's already crawling. I can't wait. I haven't I, read this. I haven't read any of these, oh, so I'm like, I'm just nervous. Um, Please. The date night began. Uh, the, we call it date nights. There, there she, are nights she, and there are date She nights. doesn't die at this part right now, all right? <laughs> okay. Uh, she, had, she had me come into her home, which is a weird way to say that. Uh, <laughs> wait, she invited wait, me to her house. Wait, she opens the door and you just come into yeah, the hallway? Yeah. Like, no, what? Well, it's written by a vampire. So. <laughs> she had to be coming to her. Is that, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. She had to I be needed come. to be asked permission to cross the threshold. <laughs> um... Uh, she had me come into uh, her home. She had bought me one of my favorite treats, amaretto ice cream. All right. And had me sit down in the living room to watch Nerve from 2016, which I've never seen. I Neither have I. Oh, I know exactly what this movie is. This looked like stupid It looked city. Really stupid. I haven't favorite. watched it. Oh, I, no. Okay, she does a favorite treat, but not favorite movie. Okay, thank God. Uh, I was living in... I was living next to the cinema for the last few years, and I never heard of this movie. It stars Emma Roberts. And the Dave of Frank. Uh, it stars Emma Roberts and Dave Franco, two of my least favorite actors. Uh, I figured it was a bad movie, and that she wanted me to watch it with me to make fun of it based on prior discussions we had. We watched the movie, and going in vogue with what I felt, I tore in the film a new one. I was merciless and poked fun at every bad shot line and choices Fullman made. In the last twenty, in the last twenty minutes, however, she stopped laughing with me. I was confused and alarmed. At the la- at the end of the film, she told me what uh, that she really happens to really like that movie, and she thought it was genuinely good. I felt horrible for what I had done. That's oh wait, so this guy's making fun of it during the movie? Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Hey, le- let's watch this movie together." <laughs> right, and he's making fun of it the entire time, but it was actually one of a movie she likes. Yeah, that's a boner move, man. Got to you. Got to feel the room here. Yeah, 
What? Feel the room. Yeah, well, well, you, yeah. well, read it first. Well, you've already Steve. come into her home. Oh, I like, guess that's true. Comes room. on the floor. <laughs> feel whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, as long as it doesn't have garlic near it. <laughs> Thinking quickly, I remember the mantra of the WHM boys, and that Eric always says it's okay to like a movie. So the next thirty minutes were spent explaining yeah. what uh, that means, and that it's okay to have different opinions. <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> I had to s- explain what that meant for thirty minutes. He's got like the uh, the Seinfeld uh, uh, diorama go, and he's got the uh, the peanut M and M. I think I should, be, I should be the peanut. <laughs> uh, uh, I also profusely uh, apologized. Uh, for making fun of a film she loved. The date ended, and now I am engaged to wed her. Wow. Uh, uh, Look uh, at this. Uh, 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 uh. Now because she of you, Eric. a bride of Dracula. <laughs> uh, what, she... a, what a line that came out of my mouth yeah, uh, yeah. has now produced a union. <laughs> this gives me types of powers, guys. <laughs> okay. Does it? Yeah. Like yeah. metaphysical, supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever this kid ends up uh-huh. being uh-huh. is going to be... If they have a child, listener, okay. listener, yeah. listener, thank you for saying that curse. Because if now if you have a child, that child's soul will be my servant in hell. Oh, I see. <laughs> in the eyes of, of the goat god. Do me a favor, gentle listener writing in. Don't have children. Have well, 12. he's a vampire. And have can't 12. Work out. Uh, thanks a bunch, WHM. Do you guys have a time where you screwed up a date and managed to bail it out with warmest appreciation? Parker and Amber from Crazy Mormon Land, Utah. Oh. Oh. Uh, have we ever screwed up a date? Uh, I'm uh, sure that I have. I, no, like yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've ever bailed it out successfully. <laughs> I'm not a good a thing, date. I did a thing one time uh, with my high school girlfriend where I was like, uh, I still am a fucking horrendous nerd. And mm-hmm. all we ever did was go to the movies because I could get in for free and you're a sure. fucking poor teenager. So I was like, let's do it. And it was like, oh, we're going to go see K-Pax. Okay. And I was like, we are seeing K-Pax. K- this- ah, the Widowmaker. Yes, the exact same. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, that's K-19. It's K-19. <laughs> uh, and so we went to see this movie, and we're like waiting online, and she was like, you don't really want to see K-Pax, do you? I just found out a friend of mine, she, this was like you know the early 2000s, she's like, boop up, I have a text message on my cellular telephone. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, my friend's like having a party or something. Like, let's go to that. Fuck K-Pax. And I was like, no, we're seeing K-Pax. <laughs> I was like, well, we made plans to see K-Pax. And I'm really, I'm trying to get better at this, but I'm really horrible still uh-huh. to this day with like where plans change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally, like I just have a weird I kind of need to know it. what's going on three days in advance. So I refused. And she went to this party and I saw <laughs> yeah. K-Pax by myself. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, uh, it was fucking terribly shitty. I will tell you a time that uh, at least you, Andrew, and more than likely you, Chris, ruined a date. Um, oh, I remember this exactly. <laughs> I think I know exactly what he's about to say. Uh, it was a second date. Uh, the first date went well with this uh, girl in college, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we go on a second date. We're having fun. Uh, she kind of drags me to an acapella show, but it was fine. And it was like, yep. this isn't so great. <laughs> this is exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> and it's sort of, it's it's the early 2000s here. It's like 2004-ish sure. or something like that. And she's like, well, what do you want to do next? And... I was like, oh, you know, I, my my buddies are in the city too. Let me see what they're up to. So I text. I think probably Andrew, and he's like, oh, we're at our buddy's house. Why don't you come on by? We're gonna go to a party. And I'm like, parties? 
unlike Andrew, I'm not going to go see K-Pax by myself. <laughs> Parties are great social lubricant. Well, go. You know what I mean? It, it takes the edge off. There's a lot of people she could talk to. And the, I think there was mutual friends involved as well. So it's like, this is perfect. We go and uh, we go up to my friend's apartment. And these guys are fucking drunk. Well, a, yeah. a, a, they're Check. fucking so, drunk. Okay, come on. They're fucking drunk. They're telling a story about being drunk in a sushi restaurant <laughs> and getting thrown out of a sushi restaurant. <laughs> and third of all, they're watching Jackass and being like, hey, man, like Jackass the TV show. Oh, sure. <laughs> and, she's, well, yeah. and she's like, oh, I love Jackass. And then <laughs> and she's like, tell them again about how you got kicked out of the sushi restaurant. Tell them again. And it's just like, I think I'm going to leave now. And yeah. pretty quickly left that uh, that little party. By the way, I think this was the same night we got thrown out of that restaurant. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. One for being pretty loud, but also because on a dare. Because you liked K-Pax. <laughs> it was like a $5 bet. Sure. <laughs> I drank a, a thing of like soy sauce and like wasabi, but it was sure. like more That's wasabi awesome. than soy sauce, and I vomited in the restaurant. Uh-huh. Cool. In the bathroom, but it was still like loud and gross. This is the story that she heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, don't leave, listener. <laughs> it's and... rude. Finish the story. It's rude. <laughs> Excuse me. He's telling the story. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you shut the fuck up, it's about to get really fucking funny in here in about two minutes. All right, I got Got to hear how this ends. No, that was it. We were just we were asked to leave. It was it was one of those like you were. They didn't card or like you could show yeah. them your bad fake ID. Yeah, because we're and like they 20, brought 21. You, yeah, and they right brought before. you like a huge beer. Mm. So we were just shit faced and we were like slam the table shit face uh, kind of a thing. Nice. You were still slam the shit face, uh, slam the table shit face when I met you. And it was like a tiny restaurant in the West Village too. <laughs> I'm offended. I wasn't at oh, this I'm one. Sorry. I've ruined other romantic interactions. <laughs> you that's very true. Oh, that's very true. Yes. <laughs> another story for another day. That's right. Chris Cabin, let's go to the next one. All right. My gross, slightly funny theme park story. I like that they tamper expectations in the subject line. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just a slightly funny story. All right. Story. This might be shitty. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Hey. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> We're going to the gym, at the showers. Um, <laughs> your last mailbag discussion about scary and or funny things that happened to you in theme parks sparked a memory in the back of my mind. Uh-oh. I was 14 and on vacation by the English coast with my dad, my stepmom. Oh, I know where this is going. Abducted by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And my best friend, Kaylee. Or Kayla, I, can't, I don't know. Doesn't uh, matter. No doubt, looking to get away from two pubescent shrieking girls, my dad dropped us off one day at a nearby theme park. <laughs> oh, dude, then he All went alone? The, yeah, then he went to the tavern to have some warm beers. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. It does sound like a good day. This, uh, this wasn't a cool theme park with loads of gnarly roller coasters, though. This was Flamingo Land. Uh-huh. <laughs> John Waters Amusement Park? <laughs> wow. so, Everyone wait. eats shit. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> the film Pink uh, uh it's, it's in North Yorkshire and features such ex- exhilarating rides as the HMS Bouncy. <laughs> what? 
a pirate themed soft play room. I also would like to imagine that's like a large breasted prostitute. Or no, yeah, just a some... soft play room isn't a great way to say it. Welcome to the HMS <laughs> Bouncy Boys. Well, no, I just more imagine it as hello, mom, you like to go into the HMS Bouncy with me? Oh, you like yeah. to do it? Hello, welcome to my soft play room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft play room for now, but it doesn't have to stay that way. You know what I'm saying? This soft playroom could get hard in any second, mum. Hard plays extra. Oh, fuck. You ain't leaving your kids here, are you? No. no. uh, Well, this is going to make it worse. The greatest sex tourism place in the world, Flamingo Land. Good gravy. And other rides like the the gross-sounding Splish Splosh. Oh, dude. Oh, God. Dude, that's the fucking piss play ride. (laughs) You didn't even have to say it. Everyone knew (laughs) it fits into this weird British sex park. Uh, Me and Kaylee uh, could barely contain our excitement at our newfound independence. This was 2007. Jesus. Uh, Yeah. So, of course, I was wearing bright red skinny jeans. We were hot shit. Sounds like it. That seems like it. Uh, we made our way over to the log flume. I love a good log flume, sure. man. What, what is Gave a log flume? the log flume I did. <laughs> it's, it's in normal, non-pervert amusement parks. <laughs> oh, right. It's where you like sit in a little like log Tun- You put it boat. in the tunnel of love there, don't you, love? <laughs> oh, tunnel just, of love is a different ride entirely, You put my sir. log flume in it. <laughs> And you like you know you make your way to the top of a thing and then it drops down. Oh, okay, with and the, you get a yeah, little okay. bit of splash depending on where you're sitting. Yeah, you're splish sploosh. Uh-huh. Just came back from the splish splosh. <laughs> exactly. I lost another one of the splish splosh. <laughs> <laughs> and while we were queuing and chatting and being obnoxious teenagers, we noticed a man in the queue behind us. Uh oh. It didn't like it didn't seem like he was waiting f- with anyone else. Mm-hmm. But it's not illegal to ride a log flume on your own, is it? Should but be. should be. It, it should totally be. Should yes. be it really should be. That's exactly That's right. That's the thing. No solo amusement park. That's also you if I can't get into a gosh darn chunky cheese by myself. <laughs> what? Chunky cheese is the word. What did I say chunky <laughs> cheese? Chunky cheese. That's that's what it oh, is across mean, the pond. Oh, no, welcome back to chunky cheese. <laughs> it's just chunky cheese. No, like you can't bring yeah. you can't go into a chunky cheese restaurant for good right. reason. Charles Entertainment Cheese is right. proprietary location uh, unless you have a kid with you to that's actually going to play on the rides oh, it's same like a as an amusement party, party dude it's like no 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 no, no singles yeah you better bring someone with it's just disgusting you shouldn't be able to go to a goddamn fucking juicy amusement park with that kids I, 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 I just like your pizza come uh, on just, just let me come in i just like going on log flubs getting a little wet Oh, Just a little wet, though. Not a lot wet. Chris it's Gavin. a lot. Should I flu? keep going, Eric? Please c- continue. We have destroyed this story. <laughs> as you reached to, <laughs> as you reached the top of the staircase leading to the top of the flume, you were split into groups of twos and threes and assigned a lot. Oh, dude, I hate being in a group. Like going on a ride oh, and then God, like yeah. you get the other guy or the other lady yep. or whatever the situation. I didn't come is. to the park with you, freak. <laughs> Freak. What Whatever, weirdo. What are you, a bully in an X Men movie? <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally. Right. He's a senator in an X Men movie. <laughs> as, as, me and, as me and Kaylee started to walk over, I heard an attendant call to me Wait for your dad. Uh oh. 
I turned and and looked, and it was the middle-aged man. Oh, ew. He raised his eyebrows and grinned and took off his leather jacket, <laughs> revealing his bare chest. You buried the lead. <laughs> Wait, is this Danzig? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, leather jacket to a water park. Mother, <laughs> tell your children not to go down my slide. He's got no shirt on under it. Yeah, man. I don't know if you're... Yeah, that should be illegal. Speaking of Willem Dafoe and Wild at Heart. <laughs> not Wild at Heart and uh, yes. Streets of Fire. Speaking I think of, in both. Oh, really? <laughs> Speaking of Willem Dafoe, which we did on the episode we recorded, that no one oh. knows what we're talking about. Yeah, totally. Sorry. Totally. Um, Sorry. Uh, too stupefied to say anything, me and Kaylee climbed into the log with the now shirtless man and rode the ride. Oh, fuck. At the bottom, soaked and terrified, we bolted from the flume and ran straight to the kiosk where they were selling photos taken mid-ride. Oh, shit. We told the woman behind the counter what had happened, and she went off and radioed someone and promised she would make sure the man was kicked out of the park. You know what? You, I hope she followed up with that, because you got to make sure they actually do it. I don't think they did. No. It's just like, oh, we'll run right up. on that. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Um, for some bizarre reason, though, as an apology, I was given a single souvenir, a frigid magnet featuring me and Kaylee plumbing down the flume looking perplexed with the smirking shirtless man oh, behind you. us. Oh, no. That's a terrible apology. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea why they thought that was adequate compensation, but look Because they're just now, a bunch of carnies working a log flume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and look, but looking back now, it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Unfortunately, I lost the legendary magnet during the oh, no. <laughs> a move a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, that stinks. Oh, RIPD. Uh, it's time, still out there somewhere. Somewhere. On someone's fridge, haunting them. In some garbage. Uh, but every time I see a goddamn flamingo, I think of shirtless, smirking log flume guy. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my story and that you don't have any relatable anecdotes yourselves, May. I do. Oh, good. Oh. It didn't happen to me, uh, but I have an anecdote. I will not use any names whatsoever. It's sure. by uh, your friend Randrew. <laughs> <laughs> we were... Uh, Was that Rand Paul's full name? <laughs> Randrew Paul. <laughs> Beat up by neighbor. Ran through Cletus Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in the great city of Montreal one time. We were exactly 18 years old. Oh, uh, legally able to log flume. <laughs> that's right. Log- you could legally flume and you could legally drink in public, right? Sure. So what sushi restaurant did you get kicked down? <laughs> we went to uh we went to Montreal because like being from upstate New York, the cool thing is like when you turn 18, you can drive. It's a three-hour drive to Montreal. You can drink. It's Parent- great. Parenthetically, is was this the trip where I fell asleep on the bank steps? Absolutely. Okay. It was no. It was an ATM vestibule, and we all oh, left, yeah, 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 we yeah. left you there and didn't uh, <laughs> notice you were missing. Uh, we went to a, like some bar, or club, or something like that. Sure. Uh, and there was like a packed dance floor. Everybody's dancing, uh-huh. having a great time. Uh, oh, I know this. And one. a friend of mine comes up, and she's like, "We got to get out of here. This dude's trying to dance with me." And everybody was like, all right, well, yeah, like, he's being a creep, I guess, like, trying to dance with you, like, let's get out of here mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, like, we're 18, so we're wasted. And, like, everybody, like, forgets immediately that sh- that this was just yeah. asked and goes back to, like, getting huge Canadian mugs of beer and dancing and whatever else. And then she comes back and she's she just goes, we really need to leave. This guy's poking me with his boner. Jeez. And so here's this fucking scumbag, like, dancing at this club, like, dancing on an 18-year-old girl. 
about a month later, we get the photos back yeah. because this is like the early 2000s. We're still using like disposable cameras and whatnot. Sure. There was photographic evidence of what who we then deemed from that moment on the Montreal bald guy. Oh, he's a creep. I've seen this picture. He's a creep. <sighs> the Montreal bald guy is one of the creepiest I- fucking photographs. Dude, forget Slender Man. <laughs> forget your forget Texas chainsaws. Robert Blake and Lost Highway. <laughs> forget it all, dude. The Montreal bald I, guy. I, I, I can only assume you, you sent them directly to the Mounties afterwards. <laughs> So they may collect their bounty. The bar was like, we're so sorry about this. Here's a picture of you with the Montreal bald guy. <laughs> As a to say sorry. Yeah, no, he's insane. We got it framed. That guy was a total scumbag. That's great. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't have anything to top that. I do remember that picture, though, because he does. He has this look on his face. Yes. Knowing someone's taking a picture. Yep. And he's trying to both smile and also realize that he's been... Oh, fuck, I've been caught. He's totally it's, caught. He's like, fuck, I work for a bank. <laughs> it's a leery <laughs> smile. He's very lucky this is not in the modern social media era. Exactly. He just That's fucking true. missed it. Mm-hmm. I think that picture made it to MySpace at some point. Though. The Montreal Ball guy <laughs> photograph, it made it all the way to Facebook. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. Wow. But I think it's today. kind of been, uh, it's yeah. been, it's been set to private. Yeah. yeah. Lost yeah, to yeah, the yeah. sands of time. Uh, Eric Siska, you want to go ahead with the next uh, piece will. of correspondence here? All right. The subject line is choose life, choose being an asshole. I relate to this. <laughs> hey, lads, I. Oh, that makes me think we're dealing with another UK. Nice, I like that. But that's just an assumption. We'll get there someday. I think it's Irish. Oh. I have loved the show ever since I started listening last year, and some of my favorite episodes have been mailbags, so I thought I would write in with a story of my most insane ex- cinema experience of my life. Wow. It was two years ago when I went to my local theater to see Train Spotting 2. Still never saw it. Same. Never did. Not I bad. heard good things, Not yeah. I, and I love that first movie. Me Put too. I just end. never. I was just yeah. like, this doesn't need a sequel. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, yeah. The theater was not too full, and being one of the youths you have often given out about, I went straight for the back row. I, I don't know. I need. I think I need a map for that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I think the idea. No, I don't know. It's, we're we're constantly complaining about youths in theaters. Gotcha. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. 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 The film started fine enough. However, after a, around five minutes, the screen went blank and the oh, lights no. came on. Immediately, a young usher came in and said that there was a slight problem, but the movie would restart shortly. Like most in the theater, I simply accepted this and took out my phone to pass a few minutes. Nice. Sure. After only around a minute of waiting, I noticed that a man a few rows down get up from his seat and angrily walk out of the theater. Mm-hmm. He returned shortly with the same young usher in tone, began loudly asking him why the film wasn't playing. Jesus, what a fucking sack of dicks. The usher explained that there was a small sack of dicks. No, <laughs> that there was a small issue with the projector, but that it was easily fixable. This wasn't good enough for the man who loudly exclaimed, This is ridiculous! Oh, boy. We're right here. We're here to start. The movie won't start. We won't accept this. <laughs> we, won't, we won't accept this. Yeah, don't accept drag this. the rest of the theater into your freak out, pal. And then turned towards the rest of the audience and said, Right! <laughs> He was met with silence. That's why you don't try to get an entire room to turn on a brown. Exactly. The usher took a second and said, "Uh, I'll go check the projector and walked out. It was only a few more seconds until the movie began playing again. However, this time the movie was playing with no sound. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. No sound. 
You can't hear that killer Iggy Pop song, man. This, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The same man jumped up from his screen and screamed, Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and again stormed out of the, uh, the the theater. He returned with the same usher and began berating him. <laughs> why does this kid keep coming back in? Why is he pulling him in? Why yeah, yell at Do people? it out in the hallway. Tell, exactly. this, tell this guy to go fuck himself, and you're not going to do his bidding. And again, okay. And the sound kicked in, and the man was told to <laughs> sit down to fuck by another member of the audience. I guess that is a common um, to fuck to fuck. Um, well, isn't that um, isn't that Worf's brother? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah. to fuck, of course. Also adopted. <laughs> also a disgraced Klingon warrior. Did he stay on the farm? <laughs> to fuck. <laughs> My brother to fuck. <laughs> oh my god, is he fucking his brother? <laughs> I <hope not. laughs> the movie. Hey, War- hey, Worf, can I meet your brother? It's me, Quark. It's T apostrophe fuck. By but the way, when we're talking called. about space beings in a science fiction show, they can fuck each other. Sure, <laughs> so, sure can. <laughs> the movie played perfectly from from there. And all in all, there was only around four or five minutes of interruption throughout the whole thing. As the film ended, I made my way downstairs towards the exit, and as I did, I passed the man. He sat there staring at the, at, at the screen as a woman who I can only assume was his wife was holding his arm saying, please, just let it go. Oh, my God. And the man replied, no, I am right. Oh, man, this is how fucking Brexit got started. Yes, exactly. From, from there... That I is w- Boris Johnson. <laughs> from there, I went to the bathroom, and while I will spare you the pissy, shitty details thank that you. often clog up the mailbag... Thank you, thank you. Moving on. I will say that as I came out, I heard... What the fuck do you mean you won't give me a free ticket? Oh. I knew I was in for a show. In the main lobby, the man was stood at customer ser- uh, the customer service desk and screaming at a poor teenage girl who I'm sure was not getting paired nearly enough to put up with this. Spoiler alert, she was no way. Yes. The man would continuously scream curses at this poor girl. Oh. And then when, when she would respond with a, sir, please... She would get stopped again in a tirade of fucks and shits. By the way, all this over train spotting too? Yeah. To fuck. This is very dishonorable what you're doing. <laughs> they should have never made a sequel. <laughs> my apologies for my brother to fuck fucking around in your lobby. I should also add some context. I don't know how it worked in America, but in Ireland, T2 came out. Well, T2 came out with uh, 1992. But this film was called T2. Honestly, that's why I didn't go see it. The the audacity (laughs) to call it T2. I I was actually excited. Oh, the train spotting too. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good. Wait, what are they calling it? Fuck this, I have rights. Uh, it came out the same weekend as the animated film Sing. I don't think that was true for here. I've no. never heard of Sing. That's the one where all them farm animals are singing in a contest. Yeah, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> Sing was so popular in the cinema I was at that four out of five counters were marked off with signs that read Sing only and was marked, and, and the last one was marked with everything else. Wow. So, wow. What so a four sensation. To, four to five screens is just playing Sing, and then everything else is timed out in one theater, I guess. I think what they're saying here, though, is that they had like four to five registers yes. open to sell tickets for Sing. Oh, weird. 
and that the last one was every other movie that the theater oh, was playing. Oh, that's even more bizarre to me. So you can imagine the amount of young children and parents that stood in awe and terror at this grown man screaming at this hapless To employee. fuck, there are children present. <laughs> As more and more Back. fucks spewed from this guy's mouth, some parents began saying, hey, calm down, and there's kids here, man. <laughs> there's kids here, man. I feel like that's going to happen to me at least once. Someone's yeah. like, excuse me, there's kids here. Yeah. That I mean, sort of happened that time we got dinner at that steakhouse and got really. We oh, did. Yeah. We all got all of us got uh, got dinner together at a steakhouse in New York, and we we got into the Manhattans uh-huh. in Manhattan, as you do. Sure, very cosmopolitan. And they, people we yelled were, at us because we, we were, were definitely asked to leave for sure. That <laughs> we, was, that we, was yes, for sure. we were asked to shut up, pay, and get out. Basically, <laughs> this is a trend going on. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. Uh, <laughs> I love this story. I know it's too long, yes. but I'm enjoying every word. Oh, of it. it's fun. The guy obviously took some uh, took this as some form of challenge and began <laughs> telling the parents with the young kids how if if we didn't stand up for our rights, big uh, business would triumph over the little guy. Yeah, well, this guy did vote leave. Uh huh. It was around the time uh, that. That he was berating children against the evils of cunt corporations. Oh Jesus. my god! Not my word. This is I'm quoting yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. a man from in... from across the Atlantic where they can say those things. I cannot. That was his voice, and it was in quotations, so it was the yes. actual language. Yes, it was. Yeah, that his wife finally said, "Oh fuck this," and left the cinema. <laughs> oh, without him? Yes, that's awesome. I think he officially lost the support of all members of the crowd when he began personally attacking the young girl using phrasing such as fat and ugly. Oh my what? god, what a fucking maniac. This guy's a cinematic terrorist. They need like trank darts yeah, behind to Get the this counter. guy out of here. And also- Shoot him! Wow, Kevin, nice. How is there not a manager to step in and be like, sir, exactly. let's go outside, well, let's figure this, this out. This is disgusting. Let me just say to that point, Steve, that okay. members of management who had shown up by this point began begging the crowd of Furious Parents not to attack the guy <laughs> as they began to regain some semblance of peace. The manager told him that if he didn't leave, he would be forced to call the police. Oh, the, my God. The man looked at her and screamed, good, call the police. I've been fucking robbed. <laughs> Oh, wow! The police arrived and immediately began consoling the poor staff member who was now crying uncontrollably and told the man to get the fuck out of here now. Wow. The man left the cinema... I left this. The man left, and the cinema gave free popcorn to all the children who had been left traumatized by the incident. What was the worst public freakout you have heard or witnessed? Keep up the amazing work. Owen from Dublin, Ireland... Wow. Well, thank you, Owen. And uh, he also says, P.S. Thanks to you guys for your fantastic show. Figure it out has become oh. part of my everyday vocabulary. But if you don't mind, I've Irished it up a little by saying to fuck at the end. <laughs> yes, please do that. That sounds awesome. What shall I figure out? <laughs> Explain it to me. Shut up, disgraced Klingon. How dare you chew out a young girl at the theater to fuck? Uh, public freakouts at movies, yeah, or just, or just gen- in general. Even. I guess in general, yeah. I mean, uh, public freakouts in general. I, you know, like not a freakout, but my dad had gotten into some scrapes here and there, uh, <laughs> and it was. It's not such a good story, but it is. It's very important. It was. Uh, it's very know, important. It's a. It's my sister's high school graduation, 
and everyone is, you know, getting the cameras out for the whole thing. And like, it's there's one couple all the way in the front, very far away, uh, who is standing when they should be sitting. And my dad just yelled, and like, it's it 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 it. it it stopped everything dead because it's a really quiet graduation ceremony. <laughs> and my dad just yelled, and they're like, and Amy, and it's like, sit down, please. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sit down, please is always a good one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good, like, total freak outs. I have well, that vibe in me, though, man. It's you, You'll freak out. It's not. It's, it's something I, I I quell. It's 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 something that I get from my family. But it's like uh, there's that kids in the hall sketch. And my my fiance makes fun of me all the time, and I don't yell at anybody. I'm not I'm not a yeller, but like I get a little snippy sometimes. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's that vibe. Uh, that kids in the hall sketch where it's like I don't want my check now. I wanted five minutes ago, and like it's that. <laughs> that's kind of sometimes how I turn into, and I try not to do that. This story reminded me a little bit. It's not too similar but um me and my brother went to see mel gibson's the patriot <laughs> oh i saw that in theaters and in when you in the uh blair witch 2 book of shadows the trailer was attached to that film or at least in the theater i saw it in and my brother let, let out some type of yell about like oh like fuck that looks like fuck that like trying to be kind of like a theater comedian slightly yeah well, I always see. always and running a risk it was not profanity. appreciated Uh-oh. as some middle aged like well maybe even more than middle aged like a big fat guy came over and he like sat down next to us and he was like you know what I'm an ex cop. Oh, and wow. I don't appreciate that language or whatever. And then, like, some guy in down a few rows, this old man who had a bunch of little children with him. His, By the like, way, grand- to a rated R movie that's yeah. horrendously this, violent. Yes, this will come up later. Um, he also was like, oh, you're getting him? Like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go get an usher. Uh, oh, over, Jesus over, Christ. Over the F word said during a trailer. Sure. So... Th- this old timer leaves, and I don't know. Maybe he's taking a shit in the hallway with this fucking. By the bro- way, you broken- and old people in movies just oh, yeah, be dude, separated. Exactly. Dude, old people are your arch nemesis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he like okay. So the guy's gone a while. I think that he's uh-huh. probably. I don't know what he's doing. I don't care. R-I-P-D. I feel like we we got through this. Maybe yeah, the sure, usher said yeah. like what? You forget about it. Exactly. <laughs> so we're starting to watch the movie and. Um, we're like after the credits at this point. It's like been playing for like five minutes. Sure. Theater lights go on. Oh, what? Move projector stops. What? <laughs> they come in to escort me and my brother out of the theater. Because some fat kid said the F word? Yes. Come on. That's yes. outrageous, dude. That as, a, as a former theater usher, I never would have done that. And I explain, like, they're like, oh, you know, this is, they're, they're telling us, like, this is a family environment and you're not supposed to, like, whatever. And I said, this is an R rated movie. I said, it's an R rated movie repeatedly. He shouldn't be bringing little kids in there to begin totally. with. And uh, I think they did give us passes, but they kicked us out of the theater. Oh, wow. That's disgusting. So then later in the film, when that dude's fucking head is ripped (laughs) off by a cannonball. And I believe some limbs are severed as well, other than heads. Absolutely. It's a fucking violent as shit movie. Shit's gruesome. Heath Ledger gets like murdered in that movie. Oh, yeah. Like stabbed to death murdered. Wow. What was the Olsen twins story about that? (laughs) 
Did they did they, they skate by on that too? They were still making those like direct to video adventure <laughs> movies, man. They were still traveling the globe. That was like night two thousand. Yeah, they were still doing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've had like I've seen a ton of cinema sure, freakouts. Sure, yeah. I'll say this. I don't think I've ever told this story on the air. Uh, I won't mention names. Not that anybody would care. Um, I was hosting a screening of a film called The Wave. It was a Norwegian uh, disaster movie that okay. came out a few years ago, maybe like three years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and the movie is basically like uh, it's based around a real town that's like sort of guarded by this huge rock formation thing. And the idea is like at any point, like scientifically, like this rock wall could collapse uh-huh. and this town would be flooded. Sure. So the movie posits like what would happen if that actually happened? If this town was like totally consumed by a huge wave and blah blah blah. So that's the movie. Uh it's basically modeled after like whatever fucking skyscraper, you know, yeah, towering yeah, inferno yeah. disaster movie kind of thing. Totally fine. It's like in its like soul, it's like uh, you know, it's it's European, so it's like more grounded and realistic. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you're seeing people like drown and this, that, and the other thing, whatever. After the movie, I'm conducting like a talk back in the theater. <clears throat> First person gets the gets the mic is this motherfucker, and he's like, "So I've been coming to this theater since 2001. I've been coming to these screenings where you do these Q and A's. I've never before asked for a microphone until tonight. Oh wow! And I'm at the the front. I'm at the stage, like in front of 260 people, and I'm like, "Oh, this can't miss." Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, "I just have to ask." What the fuck is your fucking problem showing us this piece of shit movie? How fucking twisted are you that you would show us this movie where these people are just dying like this? What the fuck is the matter with you? What kind of fucking twisted shit do you like watching? Meanwhile, this guy would pull his putt at a Holocaust drama. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, if seriously. This, if, the, yeah. if this movie, The Wave, starred yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, this motherfucker wouldn't have blinked, right? Yeah. And so I'm just like soaking all this in, and I'm like, your job depends on it. Don't tell him to fucking suck your asshole. Yeah. Don't tell him to suck your dirty asshole. That's what you want to do right now. And all of a sudden, the, the most amazing thing happened. The theater turned on this guy. Oh, nice. And started screaming at him. And they're like, stop swearing. What are you talking about? That you're overreacting? Just like yelling at this man. Like totally just screaming at this guy. I love that. Yeah. And I get the mic, right? And uh, it's like, you know, what do I have to say in this moment? Sit and down, I, fat ass. I, <laughs> yeah. I so wanted to throw out the kiss your mother with that mouth. Oh, nice. Oh, classic chestnut. But I, but I just threw out the, uh, sir, in this room, we don't talk like that. Oh, wow. No. Oh, my God. The, the audacity I of love you. It. And I, the and audacity. Then, and, then, dude, and then I just go... Next question. Wow. Now nice. finish your broccoli. <laughs> it was just, it was so stunning to me that Excuse this person. Excuse me, sir. My brother's name is Trafak. <laughs> what should I, was... I call him? <laughs> I was not cursing. I was introducing my brother who had a question. <laughs> I actually loved the movie. <laughs> what was awesome was in my head, too, while this fucking pig was yelling at me, sure. I was like, oh, this guy thinks this is twisted? <laughs> Oh, I could show him some shit oh, that would sure. turn his fucking hair white. Come on. It was, it was just it was so dumb. And Visitor again, Q like exists out there. If you've ever seen that movie The Wave, like Magnolia Pictures put it out like two or three years ago. Like it, it, there's nothing in that movie that's like 
torture porn ask or anything like that. It was such a fucking pathetic overreaction. Come on. All right. No other overreactions? No. Chris Cabin with your dad? I can't believe that. In a a public (laughs) space now. All right. I'll uh, check the next email here. No private outrage. (laughs) No, dude. Private outrages. Oh, check this shit out. Lindsay Lohan upsets a woman. Yeah. Hey there, We Hate Movies. I've always been hesitant to send an email, mostly because in the 30 years I've been attending movies in theaters, I've never really had a wacky theater incident go down, so I figured I'd substitute that with two experiences in shopping for movies. By the way, if you've been going to movies and you've never seen some ridiculous shit go down, you haven't been going to enough movies. Yeah, you get there. Uh, In its heyday, I enjoyed browsing Best Buy for movies and seeing if there were any worth checking out or buying. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the bonus is always kind of nosing in on strangers' tastes in movies to see what they're picking. Quick quick, uh, side question. What is the worst movie you bought sight unseen? You're like, ooh, I don't know. You know, in the heyday of DVD, you know what I mean? DVD was king. You're just going around Best Buy like, this looks good. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to be happy to do it that I have bought this movie. Fuck, that's tough. Uh, I'll start with mine. Yeah, was the that? movie Confidence with Edward Burns and Dustin Hoffman. Wow, oh, yeah. it oh. is. A, I liked it because the poster looked like something I might like, and it wasn't. Does it count if you've already seen it? Because I here's the thing: is I had seen something and then uh, bought it anyway, and I should have known better. Which is, and that's the film Identity. Oh man, yeah. I saw that movie in the theater, and then when it came out on DVD, I was like, oh yeah, Identity. Pick that up. $20. I remember you told me that movie was great. You said the word great. Oh, absolutely, dude. I thought that twist was so smart. <laughs> Bad idea. Sorry. Uh, um, um, I think I had this. I think I might have bought the second Charlie's Angels because <laughs> I was told it was very campy. And like oh. for a little bit, I was like, I was into John Waters at the time. I was like, oh, camp. That's it. And of course, nah, it's not what I'm looking for. I think I bl- blind bought uh, Zatuichi with B. Takashi. Oh, wow. Just because I was just like, man, what? yeah, you know, oh, I'm sophisticated. And I was like, I watched it once. I was like, yeah, it's fine, but I'm never going to watch it again. No, no I'm never yeah. going to put that DVD in again. Um, <clears throat> uh, and seeing if they're any worth checking out or buying, but of course the bonus is always kind of nosing in on strangers' taste in movies to see what they're picking up or catching their interest. One such moment came in the family or comedy section where two gentlemen and a woman were shopping. One of the gentlemen picked up a copy of the Disney film Herbie Fully Loaded. Hell yeah. Which starred Lindsay Lohan and I believe Michael Keaton. You are correct. He plays her father. Um, I thought nothing of it. Hey, maybe they're buying uh, for a daughter or a niece or possibly themselves. I thought nothing of it. kept uh, Kept browsing until the woman stormed. To the gentleman, snatched the DVD and shouted, not just uttered, shouted, You're not buying this movie. Critics hated it. You know why? Because it was stupid. <laughs> and tossed the DVD angrily back on the shelf. You know why that you know why that happened? Because there's some hooters on that cover, if I remember correctly. It's like her in a tight shirt. She's like, very sexualized on that poster. And it's like, and like, it, that's the only reason that dude would be buying it. And the wife was like, no fucking thank you. And, exactly. And, and back home, he's been wa- rewatching Mean Girls like every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, of course, there were a few stairs. The two guys were so taken aback and silent, silently just continued on their Best Buy trip like nothing. And I'm just standing there trying not to laugh and to keep my cool. 
My other favorite moment, far briefer, was when Suncoast Video Stores, oh, nice, uh, RIPD, were still around, and it was near my job at the time, so I'd browse there. I remember being online with my friend who was buying something, and there was a woman in front of us holding a copy of Madagascar on DVD, which I wouldn't even remember uh, if it weren't for her turning around and asking, excuse me, what does made in Mexico mean? <laughs> And naturally explained that the DVD was printed in Mexico, and she replied, Oh, thank God. I didn't want the movie to be corny or anything. Excuse me. What does <laughs> made in Mexico mean? You know, Mexico is going to pay for that wall because we're going to build it out of their old DVDs. <laughs> they made us... Shitty DVDs. We got a raw deal on the DVD. Guess what? This DVD was made by a rapist. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mexico had the idea to list an anamorphic menu as a special feature. (laughs) What's so special about that? It's got nothing to do with the movie. Trailers aren't special. (laughs) Trailers aren't special. We're talking about commentaries. (laughs) <laughs> deleted scenes featurettes those are special wh- the features the most special of all the blooper <laughs> which I've modeled my presidency after <laughs> why did we ever do widescreen folk full screen is the way to go oh, I hate those goddamn bars on my TV <laughs> Uh, and I also hate them in my future cell. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, she turned around, made her purchase, and that was that. But my friend and I couldn't help but crack up after that fact. So if you chose to read this on the air, very much appreciated. And thank you. You guys put it together. You guys put together a great podcast, one of the best, and have been loving your Patreon episodes. Keep it the great work. Sincerely, Gustavo in Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh, wow. Hello, Gustavo. He might be your neighbor, dude. You're going to have this guy over, dude? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Are you guys best friends? We might become best friends. (laughs) Man, Suncoast Video. You know what I did at Suncoast Video one day? What's that? You bought a poster that was too expensive? (laughs) Uh, Expose yourself. It was the first time I bought one of those bullshit, like... It's a 50-pack of horror movies. Oh, yeah, dude. But it's all just like public domain oh, garbage. Sure. It's Carnival of Souls on the cover and a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> yep, you have horrendous transfers of everything, majority of which is like MST3K ready kind of uh-huh. thing. Just garbage. Yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, yeah, we're having fun with DVDs. I, I remember uh, when I got my job at that country club, I was like, you know what I'm going to... It was the dumbest thing. Instead of being like, I'm going to open a savings account, or I'm going like, to. She'll never. Yeah, no one like, does it. I'm going to buy a DVD a week, and that is going to oh, make me shit. a more culturally rich person. Yep. That's why I want confidence on DVD. Can, can I t- So um, I would yearly go on vacation with my to, mom and. To DVD land? <laughs> My mom and my aunts to uh, North Carolina, uh-huh. um, and we would rent a house, and we would rent like from the same like area, sure, but never the same ones. But my aunt, my one aunt, I'm not going to name any names. I don't know who's listening. <laughs> the uh, shitty one. Uh, yes, 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 she is. But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but I'm not saying all, names but here. They're all Excuse shitty. me, miss. Excuse me. Are you Chris Cabin's aunt that was mentioned on the mailbag? No, I'm not. I'm the other one. <laughs> I'm the good one. <laughs> Sorry. So um, what happened? So uh, she. So I. Of course, I would bring like movies to watch, uh-huh. or my mother and the sane ones would go and rent. Sure. 
But my aunt was obsessed, and she did it every time. I cannot believe it. Would watch whatever they had left there. Oh wow! And it was oh, always just like the, the house DVDs. Whatever. There was some random like uh, 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 the guy who played Amadeus. Some movie called Echo Park. And I was just like, oh wow, it's lost in the sands of time. <laughs> nobody's ever. Yes, it, nobody had ever seen it. I'm like, she. I just like, <laughs> why would you watch? Such wake a up in the middle of the night to piss, and she's on the couch watching it. <laughs> oh man, you should always avoid house DVDs. That's she terrible. Got through like there, the there, second season of One Tree Hill. <laughs> there are a lot of fun to thumb through and see the taste. Sure, yeah. yeah. And if you're on the right kind of trip, maybe we'll all put it on as a gag. Exactly. But solo watching, that's a bit It seemed like it was only by herself, too. Sure. I should, oh, I should sure. That's that, sad as fuck, dude. So Steve Sadak, take us on to that next one. Audience Q&As. Uh, dear We Hate Movies, first off, let me say that I'm loving the Patreon upgrade. Nice. I live in Toronto where a cup of coffee is eight bucks so I can justify the no- monthly donation. Which everyone yeah, can you know, really. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what everybody's situation is. It's a cup of coffee, and you know what? There's four of us, so maybe you could up your Patreon to <laughs> four times eight. I'm not doing math. Uh, first off, uh, that's oh, no. thirty-two. But thank you for your donation. All uh, the same. Yeah, no, any any donation is fine, even if you can't afford. We love that you're listening yeah. to this episode. Uh, and speaking of Toronto, I remember hearing that a few of you had made it up for the annual uh, TIFF Festival. No, only one, just a couple times. Tiff, that's me. Yeah. That's, that's uh, just me, Andrew. The whole event is a, my favorite time of year, and I've really grown to substantially, and it has really grown substantially since going for the last 15 years. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a crazy-ass massive festival, yeah. My favorite experience was going uh, with a group of buddies to see uh, Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans, which is still one of my favorite movies, with uh, Werner Herzog and Nick Cage sitting right behind us. Wow, what a score. Uh, We happened to go uh, with a few enhancements, in quotation marks. Oh, shit. And proceed, uh, they were wearing bionic legs. And oh. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, the, one of them had a laser eye. <laughs> yes. Fucking Canada's healthcare system. So fucking good. Fuck. And you. then you're like, freeze, creep. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we know what enhancement means. And proceeded to laugh our asses off through the whole thing. And we noticed that Herzog and Cage were loving it. They even mentioned after the Q&A that although a dark comedy, they didn't realize the reception was going to be laugh out loud funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you cut to that chicken, I'm laughing out yeah, loud. Please. That is a pretty good movie. I really enjoy it. I really like that I like the idea of like Werner Herzog being delighted. Like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we made the, this is like this, the hangover, and then there's this movie. <laughs> this is better, I think. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, anyways... There's a lot of cringeworthy uh, questions after the screenings, and Herzog and Cage had to slog through them. Because there always is, because Q&As are fucking horrible, and they I should be Q&As outlawed. I think Q&As are absolutely terrible. Outlawed. I'm going to uh, do one tomorrow night. They should be outlawed. I don't but care. But the best one was an audience member asked Herzog if he was inspired by the GTA video games for the film. See, this is why they should be outlawed. Yeah. That's the <laughs> dumbest fucking question imaginable. Uh, yes. When I first took the Cadillac outside the safe house, I was given <laughs> the thrill of my life. <laughs> 
Uh, there was a long pause, and while Herzog whispered into the moderator's ear, uh, they then replied, Mr. Herzog doesn't know what you are referring to. <laughs> oh, my God, the humiliation. The oh. abject humiliation. God, that's you awful. Know, I cannot believe that they're making me work out in this video game. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> trying to run people over. Uh, we laughed the so Gem- hard. The Gemini Technical Advisory? Uh, we laughed so hard, uh, picturing Werner uh, playing GTA and modeling a directing style that after that animated video game violence. My question is, what is the best or absolute worst or awkward audience question you have heard during a film screening? I will take this first. Okay. It's not a film screening. Uh, It was actually... um, uh, I did creative writing in uh, in college. Oh, good for you. Thank you very much. Uh, But uh, the... (laughs) Yeah, thank you very much. The writer, Jubilahiri... uh, came taught our class and then did a uh, reading and a, a Q&A afterwards. And we were in Upper Westchester and the audience was Lily White. And Jubilahiri is an Indian uh, Indian woman. And uh, every single question. I'm not kidding you. Every, like, and, I mean, unless she writes about the Indian American experience. Why aren't you white? It, they were. It was what? always like, um, as an Indian woman, what do you think about this? Or as an Indian writer, what like all these like as an Indian woman, how is it you managed to breathe the same air as I do? (laughs) How did you how did you translate this from Hindi into something I can read, lady? (laughs) Hey lady! And like that's what it was. And I was with a friend of mine and I, 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 I was like I, 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 it was one of those things where I thought I was going to get uh, asked to leave because it was, it was such a good joke. And I'm just basically uh, 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 propping up my own joke here. I, I went to her and I was like, do Indian people dream? And she started <laughs> laughing. And everyone, like, literally it got to the point where everyone looked at us. But yeah, it was just one of those like really uncomfortable like racist situations. Ugh, that's yeah. awful. Uh, I remember one time I was at a Q&A uh, years before I started working uh, at the Jacob Burns Film Center. I was at the Burns in the audience. It was in college. They were doing a Rainer Werner Fassbender retrospective. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got his corpse out there? Well, <laughs> dude, stay tuned. Oh. So the opening night screening was Marriage of Maria Braun. It's an excellent film. Uh, and afterwards, they had the woman who was like Fassbender's editor on a lot of these movies mm-hmm. to come do a Q&A. And so the, the 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 woman is there, and the whoever was moderating, you know, and they're having a little back and forth, and mm-hmm. it's totally interesting. Uh, and then it's the dreaded, let's open it up to the audience. Oh, oh. And the fucking first question was: This person gets the microphone, and they're like, "This was the first time I saw this movie. It's the first time I ever saw a Fassbender sure. movie. Uh, I loved it. What a total genius!" Uh, 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 this movie appears to be a few decades older. Can you tell me what has Mr. Fassbender uh, been working on recently? Uh, 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 turning uh, into mulch. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And this woman, you could see in, in that moment, she's like remembering her fucking dead friend who sure. OD'd in the early 80s. Sure. And she's also like, I can't tell this person to go 
fuck themselves. Yeah. You know, so she had to be like, well... He's pushing up daisies. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, we lost Rainer back in the early 80s. You know, and just yeah. like, what the flying fuck are we doing, everybody? Like, it was so... You could feel it in that room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just was, the uncomfortability of the whole were thing. Were you guys at that uh, Robert Altman Q&A in, in college? Oh, I there was. was someone, you just some, reminded me of another great thing, but yes. Was it, was it Someone asked him what it was... To, like, how great was it to work with, like, Donald Sutherland or something? Okay. And he was like, fuck that guy! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. You just uh, reminded me, though... Uh, oh, Kevin, go ahead. Um, I was at the New York Film Festival screening of uh, when Che uh, first was screened here, uh, and Jay Hoberman, uh, famous Village Voice critic, had been at the Cannes screening, where it was, like, fucking... Six, I, I think it's, like... Six hours as is now, and yeah. it was like seven hours there. Yeah, uh, and so Jay Horman is waiting in this line, just doop to doop to doop to talk to Steven Soderbergh, who is there for a Q and A, and he just gets up there and he's just like, uh, "I was really sad that you cut the scene where they execute." So, like he just goes <laughs> this, this one scene that had been cut from this thing, and Steven Soderbergh, cool as a, just like goes right back to him, is like. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Hoberman. That's awesome. Man, so so Eric just reminded me. So yeah, so the Altman thing that Eric was mentioning, when we were in school, they had a thing where it was like they would bring filmmakers uh-huh. to come talk to the film and cinema studies sure. students. And so, yeah, in this first series with this thing that they did, they did Altman, which was fucking amazing. They also had Spike Lee, which was awesome. And it wasn't like screening anything. Like they just came to talk to you. So we're in this like black box theater. There's Spike Lee in front of like whatever, like 60 students or whatever it is. And he's just doing a QA. And then this one fucking kid. So this is, we're talking, this is like spring of 2005, I think. Mm. Because I think this movie came out at Christmas. Um, And he's like, uh, okay, this is a question for Mr. Lee. Uh, it was just announced that uh, the trailer for uh, The Inside Man, so that was his Clive yeah. Owen heist movie had coming out. Movie. Um, it's just announced that the trailer for The Inside Man is going to be the attached trailer on the Peter Jackson King Kong. <laughs> now, if you don't recall, attached trailers were back in the day when we still had just all, only film prints. Yeah. The first reel of the movie yeah. would come with a trailer like literally built into it. And sure. you, like It was like... Bad if you cut that trailer off, which I did a ton of times, but you weren't supposed to. So they announced, like, oh, it's going to be the attached trailer. And he's like, so uh, how do you feel about it being attached to this big Peter Jackson King Kong remake? And Spike Lee, it was this is great. fucking I this. so I awesome. This. Do you remember this? Yes. He just looks this kid dead in his dumb eyes and he's just like, uh, my trailer is attached to King Kong. Everybody in the world is going to see King Kong, which means everybody in the motherfucking world is going to see the trailer to my motherfucking movie. How the fuck do you think I feel? (laughs) And it was just like, sits right down. It was the fucking most awesome chewing out of all time. That's fantastic. Uh, all right, Chris Cabin, close us out with the the email accidental data file. Okay. So, hey, WHM. I was inspired to write to you after re-listening to My Father the Hero in your back catalog. Uh-oh. You, sh- you shouldn't be doing that. That's advanced level uh, WHM. Um, so my 
so my dad used to frequent a family-owned restaurant in the small Midwest town where I grew up. Stop frequenting that restaurant by my dad! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He also happened to have a bright yellow sporty car. Ooh, a sporty car. A sporty car. Uh, that he would bring to car shows and, you know, whatever you do with cars. It was a taxi. but <laughs> <laughs> One night he came home from getting dinner at said restaurant and said... To my sister and I, there was some crazy fucking lady at the restaurant. Naturally, we were like, what? And he continued. Our dad said, well, I put, I pull into the parking lot and I walk in and I'm waiting for my table. And I see this little toddler kid just looking bored. So I figured I'd let him check out the car or something. So this guy is basically oh, saying he no. went to dinner without his family. Yeah, for sure. He went to dinner on his own, getting a table by himself, and then he it sounds like he's going to escort a child into his car. <laughs> so far, so <laughs> to good. To his car. Um, That's how Kruger got started. He, <laughs> he told us that he continued by saying to the little kid, hey, buddy, want to see something cool? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on out to the parking lot. <laughs> So the kid oh, no. starts to follow my dad, and the kid's mom turns around and goes, What the fuck are you doing? Get away from my kid, you you pervert. Yep. In Absolute front of the whole story. lobby. That's the move. To this day, my dad still thinks he was innocently trying to show the kid a cool car, and that the mother was Wait, a complete it's, lunatic. It's like, here's a, here's a letter about my father uh, coming out to us as a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my sister and I like to intermittently bring it up by saying, "Hey, Dad, remember that time when you clearly made yourself look oh like yeah the, a pedophile? <laughs> the time I got caught." <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure your father's lovely. It's just a mis- <laughs> it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah, a fun misunderstanding. It's fun. He wasn't chained or anything. Uh, I would ask. I would ask if you guys have any stories of your parents unintentionally looking like perverts, but that seems <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> yeah, love the show uh, from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Yes, it's a real place. Hell yeah! It's a Bugs Bunny town. <laughs> yeah. no, literally, it's been, one of the towns that Bugs right. Bunny would accidentally visit, <laughs> yes. right? Because he's on his way to Albuquerque. Yes, like Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Right, fun-sounding towns. Yeah. Yes, fun towns. Cucamonga. Also, uh, the best place is to to grab children. I guess <laughs> as, yes. fun towns. Well known. Yeah, I my dad never got any kind of dust up like that. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, nah. Um, <laughs> I just love that this dad doesn't see what's going on here, though. But like, yeah, you you shouldn't be talking talking up any kids. Don't yeah. talk to kids. Also, why isn't your family at this dinner? <laughs> but I guess if you like surround yourself with little snot kids, like uh-huh. like you, gentle listener, and your friends or whatever, maybe it's just like instinctual, like, yeah, oh, no, hey, yeah. little kid. But then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. it, it seems like more something I would do, like, oh, hey, kid, are you okay? Is somebody yeah. here with yes, you? Yes, definitely. You, like, yeah. Or maybe it was a stipulation, like... You want to ride home? <laughs> <laughs> when this dude got married, he was like, look, here's the deal. Every Friday night... I go to this restaurant by I go myself. Cruising for children, yes. and I, you know, oh I'm no, not even that, but it's just like I'm excited to have kids, yeah. like I have a yeah, family sure. with you. But every Friday, you need to know, I will be at this restaurant by myself, watching the game, drinking a fucking Coors Light, sure, and I'm not to be bothered. And that's just the rule. And if you uh, can, if you can abide by that rule, we can Mar- get married. Mary, Mary, I just need my chicken finger parmesan. That's, <laughs> that's what I need. And why I thought of that was because I was reminded of a story a former co-worker told me where a friend of his was getting married, and the dude was like, okay, like I will get married, but you need to understand I have 
one ritual that I will not back down from. Uh-huh. Does he give her the quiz from Diner? <laughs> no. It's worse. <laughs> and he said every Friday when he's done with work, he goes to a massage parlor and gets a hand job. What? 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 No. No, this is science fiction. <laughs> no, and this dude, this dude was like, and I will get this hand job every Friday, <laughs> and I will not stop getting this hand job. <laughs> And if you have a problem with this, we are not going to get married. But that is the thing I do to relax from the week. It cools me down. This is an I go actual to this... person you know. Yes, I. It's 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 someone I knew uh, who worked with this person who was getting the hand jobs. And now they're not married anymore. They didn't get married. I anymore. haven't talked to this person in nah. over ten years. But the dude who demanded that he still get these hand jobs every Friday, they went through with the marriage what? at the time of the story being told. The marriage had gone through. That's insane. That's crazy. I, I I'm speechless. All right, it's it's, it's it's totally speechless. I mean, like you know, <laughs> I'm with Eric. That's science fiction. Yeah. That's Philip K. Dick shit. No. Oh, maybe it was an android he was talking. <laughs> do a, wait. Do, what's a good Philip K. Dick title for that? Like, do electric androids jerk me off? <laughs> that is WHM mailbag for the month of July and the last one. For season eight. So until September, start thinking about those letters now. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.